What's up, guys? Welcome to KeeperCast for week four. We uh, just want to give everybody you know, a heads up that, that we are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker. Tonight, I want to talk about uh, the game that's going on tonight, the Broncos and the the Jets, the absolute shit show of a game that's that's going on. Uh, talk a little bit about this week's matchups, some waiver wire pickups. Uh, just have a little bit of fun. Tonight, I got a, a, a fun guest lined up. It's a guy that I really enjoy talking to. Uh, I've come to know him, know him really well over the past few years. Uh, a fellow Trump supporter. <laughs> what's up, Chris? <laughs> hey, what's up, man? I'm here. A, a Bill O'Brien truther as well, huh? Right. <laughs> the one great thing about Bill O'Brien is at least everyone can honestly say that I was right. <laughs> on my Bill O'Brien hatred from right at the beginning. All right, so maybe he's not a, a, a Trump guy or a Bill O'Brien guy, but <laughs> we got to give him give him a little shit from time to time. Uh, everything going good? Somebody's got to be, right? Yeah, everything going good for you? Yeah, everything's going good. Uh, working hard, and then uh, me and the wife were expecting about 10 days, 11 days. That's awesome, so man. Close. Well, uh, I guess I'll, I'm going to jump into one question first. So since I got you on, uh, going to be a first-time dad. I just want to know the emotions, how you're feeling, excited, nervous. What's going on, man? Um, I think all of those. I think it's the gauntlet of, of all these emotions. Super excited, pumped up, also anxious and nervous. But I feel like if I was to, I didn't care. Um, so just excited. I mean, it's it's going to be life-changing. So. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, man. Wait till you you see her that first time. It's it's like a gives life a whole new meaning to to see your kid, hold your kid, kiss your kid, uh, talk to it. Just just everything. I'm super excited for y'all, man. It's 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 awesome to have kids. So I uh, I can't wait for you to get to experience it. Yeah, I'm pumped too. Like <laughs> I said, it's life changing, but it's definitely gonna be for the better. Yeah, it'll you'll you'll enjoy it, man. Uh, so we'll get into to sports here in a little bit. Uh, one thing that that I want to talk to to you about is you got me into you know watching Breaking Bad and and a couple other shows that you liked. Uh, we both enjoyed Sons of Anarchy. So you guys, any any new shows that you're watching right now that you recommend? Uh, currently, I'm kind of in between shows as well. Um, my wife actually just started Shit's Creek for good things. Um, I haven't watched it yet. Um, we uh, just rewatched Stranger Things, um, which is a, always a hit. And then uh, to name drop Derek, Derek's White Claw is always one I recommend to everybody. So, okay, I haven't seen any of those. Uh, I watched like we talked about the uh, oh man, what was the name of that show? Queen of the South, which was great. If if nobody's watched it, I highly recommend it. It's a great show, a lot of action. If you like drug dealers and cartels, it's, it'll be right up your alley. Um, I just I've watched the trailer on that one, but I haven't got into it yet. It, I mean, Derek Derek recommended it, and I told Andrea about it, and she she blew through it. I mean, in 
like three weeks through four seasons so she really enjoyed it she's like hey you should really watch it so I was like all right you know what I give it a chance and man it's one of those shows that pulls you in and you're like oh shit this is getting wild and wild and wild and wild it was it was awesome so uh let's uh let's jump over to baseball real quick the uh the A's won today so that lines them up for a um AOS matchup in the American League Division Series with the Astros. The, the A's have Mike Fires, who is the, the reason we have this cheating scandal brought to light. I'm really hoping he gets to pitch one game and they light him up. So, I mean, knowing the way that his career's panned out the last couple seasons, I wouldn't be surprised if they let him trade him. Um, before his start uh, to the Yankees or something, just so he can dodge us again. Well, he's been, um, he's you been, know, Mike the Rat. He's been <laughs> successfully dodged. I mean, they played nine times this year, and he found a way to not pitch in any of those games. So right. it, I mean, it wouldn't surprise I mean, me if they keep him from pitching, pitching against them. But I mean, I, I feel like they got to pitch him at least one game in the series because. <sighs> Maybe they're able to space out games with days off that they can kind of bypass them. But I, I feel like he pitches at least one game, and, and hopefully they get the better of them. So Yeah, I, and I think at this point, too, if they don't pitch him one of the games, because we're back to a five-game series, correct? Yes. I think they I, are five uh, games. I, I think I think we're both right on this one. Yeah. But I think if he does somehow dodge us again, that actually speaks to what kind of pitcher he is because he's not even a, he's not even a starter, you know he's he's not a uh, he's not a stud. Um, so yeah, I, I think that just makes him a bitch if he if he doesn't pitch. So yeah, I, I, he's already that, so he doesn't need a pitch for us to to call him that. Yeah, but their their bats are actually pretty scary. Yeah, they and they well, so this. They've dominated the Astros this season too, so that's what kind of has me scared about this series. So they they seem to have yeah, the Astros I didn't have the number in front of me, but I was going to use the word domination as well from the A's uh, for us this season. They're either the Astros are either two and seven or three and six, if I remember correctly, against them. So and they swept. They had the uh, a doubleheader here in Houston on one day. And the Astros won both those games, and then the next game was canceled because an A's player or coach, somebody had COVID, so they moved that game back to Oakland. Right, and that's why we played. We gave them all home field advantage for like the rest of the uh, yeah. season, pretty much. At least they're playing in Dodger Stadium, so that'd be kind of like a home ballpark for the Astros. You know, since yeah, they, they win the World of, Series. Of, if there was any fans, it would be pretty loud either way. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Uh, we we'll get to the question of the day. So I'm, I'm going to pose a question to you. Which happened first? Frank Gore had his first game in the NFL or Thursday night football started? Oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, I'm going to say Frank Gore's first game. Yeah, Frank Gore's rookie year was 2005. Thursday night football started in November of 2006. So he had him. He had him by a little over a year. But I heard that on a, a podcast I was listening to this morning. And I was like, "Oh man, that's that's pretty damn interesting to to see that." That's just it's crazy how long he's been playing in the NFL and and playing at a high level. He's not playing like that anymore. But to still be in the league, yeah, he's still out there. 
Yeah, he's still turning out yards. And that that one was a guess. I mean, that one with Frank Gore, it, just guessing it made sense to go with the guy that's had the longevity that he's had. Yeah, which is is absolutely crazy. Uh, I guess let's jump over to uh, let's talk about these trades. We'll talk about um, Justin and and JD's first. Uh, Derek and I kind of touched on it a little bit on Monday night, but uh, Justin gives up uh, Malcolm Brown from the Rams, who's sharing time with uh, Cam Akers and Henderson, and he gets Chris Carson. Uh, he gives up a second round also, and then gets a tenth back. JD's can't buy a win. He's zero and three, and in a league that that only four teams make the playoffs, and he can get a second round pick for a guy who just got hurt. I think, I think JD JD did pretty well for himself with that trade. What about you? Um, I I actually think the same thing. When I first saw the trade, I was like, uh, is JD heading to the set up himself for next year mode um, instead of calling it tanking. We'll just, we'll just use a, a different vernacular. Um, but then when I deep dove into it, I mean, he got a second round pick. He got a guy who, I mean, could be the number one. That backfield's so convoluted right now. Um, any of those guys have a shot to be the, the guy. Um, so he has a guy that he could keep um, over the future. And then I also looked at his roster um, earlier today when I, when I saw it. Um, and he's got six other running backs. So he actually added a guy to a stable of running backs that he has. And just looking at him really quick, it was uh, Clyde Edwards, Haleo, um, Ronald Jones, Antonio Gibson from the What the Fucks, um, <laughs> Naheem Hines, Zach Moss from Buffalo, and then he added Malcolm Brown. So just looking at that really quickly, you've got he's got six guys that could be the guy. Within the next season or so, yeah, um, I didn't think it was a a bad one. No, and, and he couldn't keep Carson anyway after this year, so you might as well try and get something yeah, he, from him, and get something for him. Yeah, he leveraged it out, got a second for him, which is amazing. Um, with that, he got rid of him the day of his injury. Yeah, so he got a second after the injury had come out. So the, I mean, I think he came out like but yeah. So I, I think so, and if and if Carson comes back and is healthy, that I mean that sets up Justin pretty well. So I mean Justin's one of those yeah, guys and, that's and going for it. I don't think Justin did bad at all. Um, I think it was actually a stud move by JD, and also a, a very aggressive stud move by Justin, which yeah. is what you want to see in trades. It's a win-win. But, I, I think it's a win-win for both of them. Yeah, because Justin replaced Le'Veon Bell, who hit IR with the hamstring. Um, He's got. He's got Connor. He's got Connor. Yeah, who who now has a postponement. Yeah. Um, which will be a whole different set of oh conversation. Gosh. Uh, the one thing I saw with Justin that I I thought was a, a quirky aspect of of roster creation was he now has um, Chris Carson and Hyde, so he has both running backs for Seattle. So he has a one-two punch. Yeah. Um, which, if any of them miss time, he has the one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they're um, they're both hurt right now. So. Yeah, I know. I had that in my notes that they're both questionable for this week. So, may not. It might be a longer term um, for Justin. One thing I, I think s- they both won. 
Yeah, one thing I saw, heard, saw earlier is Lev Bell is expect he expects to be back next week. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, and then we had, which was crazy to me, three trades today. We came into this thing talking earlier this morning, thinking we had one trade to talk about, and then bam, this afternoon, <laughs> Mike makes two trades, and Justin Justin makes a trade. Chris makes two trades, so. We'll uh we'll start with uh Mike and, and Derek's first. So Derek gets uh Gaskin from the from the Dolphins in a seventh round pick and gives up Sammy Watkins in a fourth. Derek's hurting for running backs because everyone he gets gets hurt. Um <clears throat> then Mike gets Watkins, who could have a crazy good week, or he could goose egg you. I mean it's 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 one of those things. You know, Mike's saying he's he doesn't feel like he has a chance this year, so he might as well stack some some draft picks up and and see what he can get in the draft next year. He's got a young team, uh, so he's going to have a lot to think about when it comes time to who he's going to keep with all these young players he has. I mean, overall, I feel like it's a a pretty fair trade. Derek gets a a starting running back who's averaging a little over twenty touches a game for a, a fourth-round pick and a wide receiver that is is hit or miss there. Yeah, I, I agree with that assessment. It's another one where I've, both of them won. Derek got what he needed. The the rounds in that is, I mean, that they're not one or two first-round picks, so it's, it's a wash. You're going to find somebody there. Um, you're not. Mike's definitely going to find somebody there. Yeah. You can give Mike a 15th, and he'll find a future starter there. They might not have graduated high school yet, but he'll find them. Yeah, and they'll be on his roster at least twice. We'll see. Like um, the, the joking, Mike. The thing, the thing with the fourth round pick, though, too. So, say he keeps somebody that's that's valued at a fourth round pick, he can keep keep that guy, use his draft pick as the fourth round pick, and then still have another pick in that round to yeah to add a and stud player to another yeah, round to, to add that into a, yeah. a stud player. So we'll go to, uh, to I, go ahead. I think it was good for Mike too to get to get Sammy Watkins. He's a, he's a boomer bust guy, but with the way Mike's roster is right now, he's actually a vet. Yeah. He's been around for a while, and with the way the injuries are this season, he might be a guy starting more often than not. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, we'll go to uh, Mike and, and Chris's trade. Mike was trying to get rid of Mahomes. Chris was in need of a quarterback. Chris gives up a. A second round draft pick for Patrick Mahomes and an 11th. Chris's team is I mean, now he has Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey on his team. So that's a a one through three punch that's going to be tough to beat on on big weeks. You get every every touchdown and every point that Mahomes scores now. Plus, if they score a touchdown, you get double points. Um, I think Chris Chris did pretty good. I mean, giving up a second round pick is is a lot, but I mean, if it, it gives you a chance to get into the playoffs and win, I I say it's worth it. Yeah, and I at, at this point, with the way this season's coming out, if you're going to give away a first round pick or a second round pick, that's not for a stud running back. I think there's only a couple guys that are going to come up, and it's Lamar, Mahomes. Um, and and this trade actually made me feel good about uh, getting a fourth for Lamar last year, which was at the time pretty crazy. 
Yeah. Um, and a lot of people thought I undervalued it, but I got a fourth round pick for a quarterback early. So you traded him before the season even started, didn't you? Yeah, it was super early. It was a I had a one two quarterback, and then I knew I had a trade bait there. Um, Josh got his guy. I got a pick I needed. Worked out for everything. Yeah, I remember we said we we thought you undervalued because it was to Josh. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if you I look back at it, you had I mean, that's the he was the number one fantasy quarterback. So, I mean, a fourth round pick is I I felt like that's probably a win win for both of you. Maybe you hold on to him a couple weeks and you get a a first or a second, but it's one of those things you hold on to him and then he gets hurt and then he's worth nothing. So you yeah. kind of take what you can get and and go from there. But I mean, I feel like that that trade's pretty good. And then we'll go to the trade that literally popped up while we were logging on tonight uh chris uh gets matt stafford in an eighth round pick for matt ryan and a 14th round pick i feel like i mean stafford's gonna do what stafford does he's matt ryan actually has more touchdowns than than stafford but i think with stafford getting kenny galladay back that helps that offense out and as long as he stays healthy he's a, a top 12 quarterback in the league Matt Ryan can be the same but it, it, we'll, we'll see what happens with him yeah and I the assessment I have on that one is that I think it's of them is the um, picks is actually what makes this trade work because I feel like both of those guys like you said are top 15 quarterbacks but for me they're top 15 to number 8 they're, they're yeah. not at the point where they're going to be the studs anymore, top five guys, but they're going to crush numbers and they're going to be in that range. Yeah. I mean, and they can win, win you a week. They can lose you a week, really. So I'm just going to run through some of these uh, waiver wire pickups that happened. Uh, we'll start with – all right, where are we at? Well, first thing I want to say is on Monday night, J.D. picks up McCall Hardman. Puts him on his bench. He has a, a decent game. And then Tuesday morning, drops him. <laughs> it reminded me of something that Mike would do. <laughs> like Mike would have a guy, put him on put him on his bench. He had a decent game. He's like, man, this guy's pissed me off because I didn't have him in my lineup, so I'm going to drop him. Right. Um, you add and we both have that feeling. Yeah, you get those, uh, what do we call it? Like a, I heard somebody call it call it something just like an anger drop or something like that like you're just just a reaction an instant reaction where you're like shit i had a good guy or this guy's terrible which michael which i'll, I'll talk about one of these guys that mike picked up you grabbed justin or jefferson from the uh the vikings so we'll see if he can he can ride that high that he had and they're they're playing the the texans so that's secondary for the texans is is kind of iffy but Everybody's running against the Texans, so we'll see if they they keep throwing or if they're if they're going to run. Uh, Kelton drops Goddard, who's hurt, picks up Devontae Freeman, who Derek, Derek traded to Mike last week, and then Mike dropped before the week even even started. Uh, Justin drops Howard for the the Dolphins, who hasn't done anything, and picks up picks up Hyde. Uh, the one that I want to talk about, Mike. Drops a wide receiver uh, for the Jaguars, Chenault, and picks up T. Higgins. Last week, he told us he thinks he's going to hold on to Higgins for him to to break out. 
Then he drops him, picks up Chenault. Higgins Higgins has a big game, so then he drops Chenault again, picks up Higgins as a waiver wire pickup. That's classic Mike for you. Yeah, he he dropped hit for his guy, and then we probably will see Higgins hit the waivers next week for Chenault. Yeah, um, <laughs> and, and ad nauseum. It's just a yo-yo but with he, Mike. He likes his guys, and he he finds the talent. He just you know it's Mike. If if bench, he, he would have all his guys. So. Yeah, and then there's a couple, I mean, defensive swaps, kicker swaps. Uh, Mike drops a kicker, picks up Ruggs. I think Ruggs is, is still hurt, though, so I don't know if he's playing this week. JD drops. Um, Williams picks up Ronald Jones. Um, I had Ronald Jones on my roster. I had to drop him to pick up a kicker last week, just in one of those things where it's like, I don't want to drop somebody, but I got to drop somebody. So it was like, all right, well, you've you haven't performed well for two weeks so so we'll add a kicker and the kicker I added ended up getting me 28 points and basically helping me win last week so I felt like it was worth it uh yeah, and that one that one's always the uh the battle of who's the least valuable employee at the moment yeah um they've got to get the axe so. yeah Justin drops Minshew picks up Roethlisberger uh JD kicker swap Mike Mike, Mike dropped rugs right away <laughs> after he picked him up. He must have read something. Something, you know. Mike's always reading. Um, just a little bit more kickers and defenses. Uh, looks like Josh switched out Benny Snell for Rex Burkhead. So, I mean, those the running backs in New England are. You you never know who's going to get the ball. So it's kind of it's one of those backfields that. That I don't like touching because of who, who's going to get those the runs this week. Or you know, last week Burkhead gets gets into the end zone what twice, and Cam does nothing. None of the other running backs yeah. really do much. It's it's frustrating having having a running back on the Patriots roster. So and, and that's also a Coach Belichick thing for for as many years as I've done fantasy. Yeah. Um, the wide receiver core, the running back core. If it wasn't Tom Brady, you didn't know where those points were going to come from. So I just saw this that Noah Fant was just carted off the field. <laughs> there goes my starting tight end for the week. Yeah. I was going to tell you congratulations on going uh, what three and one, and then I'll be three and one we'll after s- you beat me this week. We'll see. Yeah, we'll get into that matchup here in a little bit. Let's go to uh, to last week's matchups. We'll just run through them real quick. Just talk winners and losers. Uh, We'll start with uh, Derek and, and JD. Derek Derek wins one sixty seven to one seventeen. So I mean, it wasn't even wasn't even really close. JD got got really nothing from from anybody. You know, he didn't even get a twenty point score. His highest highest guy was Hopkins. Derek, of course, has Russell Wilson, who uh, you know puts up a number puts up forty five points. He's the number one fantasy quarterback this season. He gets. I mean, which was crazy. Gallup hasn't done anything all year. He gets 22 from Gallup. Derrick Henry finally has a breakout, 26 points, and then he gets 17 from his from his defense. So that that really helped Derrick out. Because if you look at his bench, it's nothing but players who didn't play and Sammy Watkins. So I mean, yeah, uh, Derrick got hit by the injury bug, but I mean, this shows that yeah, he keeps he keeps on the roster and they they performed so. 
We'll go to uh, Justin versus Chris. Justin gets his first win. Um, he gets 32 from Lockett. Like I said, Monday night, he scored three touchdowns in the first half, which was huge. Um, Keenan Allen from the Chargers finally had a big game. Uh, so that, that had to feel good for him. He got 22 from Connor, 14 from his defense. I mean, you can't really expect much more out of your defense than 14 points is, is great. So, you know, Chris, Chris has – I mean, he got the, the JD treatment with not getting anybody over 20 points. Uh, Tyreek Hill was his highest score with 18. And, oh, no, I take that back. Dalvin Cook had 24. So, and my, uh, Davis for the, the Panthers had 19. But other than that, he, he kind of had a lackluster week. Nothing really on his bench that says anything. He just lost, uh, I think Valdez Scantling went out, I think, is who I saw earlier. Maybe it's not. No, it was um, somebody else that I saw earlier that that went out with an injury. I don't remember now. Um, we'll go to to Ross and and Mike. Ross picks up his first win too, which, like I told, uh, I think it was Josh last week that Ross had put up the third most points, had no wins to show for it, which was crazy to me. So he was. He was bound to get a win, and he, he finally got into it. He might get 48 points from Mahomes, and then not very much else. 18 and a half from Henderson. Uh, then, you know, Ross gets his 28 from Murray, who's a great fantasy quarterback. Even throw, throwing three interceptions last week, he still, he still puts up almost 30 points. Yeah, which is wild. You don't see that. No, for almost forty from Kamara, which Kamara's a beast. The thing that I think is going to hurt Ross into the season is wide receiver depth. Thielen hasn't done much. Juju is is hit or miss, and T. Y. Hilton has been one of the biggest disappointments I think all season for for wide receivers that were supposed to be you know decent decent draft picks. Yeah, and that's one of those, like, you just have a feeling sometimes. And so in all of my leagues, I have zero exposure to T.Y. At some point, they fall off the mountain, and I felt like it was coming. Yeah, especially with Rivers playing there, who who likes to dink and dunk. I mean, he pushes the ball down a little bit, but not not like Andrew Luck would have done for him. Right, exactly. New quarterback, new system, if I remember right. Yeah. No, they're the same coach, so but they're, they're probably not running the oh, right. same type of system with with uh, Philip Rivers. So let's go to yeah. Your, you're going to have to cater to that quarterback. Yeah, your matchup with Josh. Uh, you know, both. I mean, Slap fight. Yeah, I mean, you had 111 points, but I mean, you take a win when you can get a win, man. Josh's problem with his team is he relies so heavily on the Ravens having a good game. I mean, he's got Lamar. Yeah, and I go ahead. I went into that Monday night game going, well, this is it. He's got four players going. There's no shot. And then halfway through the game, I'm like, okay, I might have a shot. Yeah. Um, and it was just, I mean, it was a bad showing for the whole team. And like you said, his roster is constructed. We have so much, so much exposure to the Ravens that once they have a bad game. It's pretty much an L. Yeah, I mean, when you when you rely on Ingram, Andrews, 
Hollywood Brown and Lamar Jackson to all have good games. It, it really puts you at a disadvantage if they they have bad games. So, which is crazy. I mean, and they don't have many. No, so. and Andrews <laughs> dropped it. Yeah, Andrews dropped a touchdown. So, you know, you take a win when you can get a win. I put up the high score this week, and I needed basically everything I got because. I mean, Kelton puts up 164 points. Um, I got 40 from Josh Allen, which I'm just I'm riding that that wave till, and hopefully he keeps it up. You know, Allen Robinson finally has a big game. I think him getting Nick Foles in is going to really help him. Uh, Robert Woods had a good game. <sighs> DJ Moore has been a disappointment for me. I got, you know, so-so from my yeah, run, running back core. Darren Waller doesn't really do much. But then, you know, I trade for Chubb last week. I get 23 from him, 25 from my kicker, and 28 from my defense. So, you know, it's it was nice to see. Cooper Cup had a good week, too. And it's I have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, so I kind of play that game. Okay, who's going to be hot this week? And, you know, I'll go and play them both this week. And neither one of them is going to have a, a game worth of crap. So, I mean, it was nice to get that to get a win and go to go to two and one. So, I guess let's uh, <clears throat> let's jump over to this week's matchups. We'll go to ours last. Um, you got Derek and and Kelton playing right now. Kelton has Jerry Judy going right now. Mike, I mean Mike, Derek makes the trade today so he'll have Gaskins to slide into his running back spot Rodgers playing Atlanta that's going to be Which will put, put their uh, their points their projected yeah, uh, right. up a lot closer yeah I mean he's got Rodgers going against the the Falcons so he's going to Rodgers is going to eat that team up he's just he's having a great year so so that's good for him I don't know about Beckham he's just he's one of those players that even Odell said that he doesn't expect to have a big year with the way they're running the offense. DK Metcalf yeah, could, could go off. Part of that for me with uh, Odell is uh, I think Odell's more excited about being famous than a football player anymore. <laughs> so as long as he's getting paid, he's kind of fine. Um, wearing fancy watches on the field, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, Derek's still struggling with, with running backs that are hurt. Mostert, he, got, he lost Cook last week. I don't know if Cook's going to play or not. He loses Derrick Henry for the week because of COVID. Um, we can talk about that real quick, about the, the Tennessee and, and Steelers game, which, like I told you all the other day, I felt like if they could field a full roster, they should play. But, I mean, they've had, I think it's seven players and five coaches now that, that have it. I think the NFL did the right thing by by postponing the game. They just got to figure out when they're going to play it. So I don't know when bye weeks yeah, bye weeks line up or not. So yeah, I don't think they're bye weeks line up because that would have been an easy fix. But I don't think it's gonna pan out like that. Yeah, Ten- Tennessee's was week seven. Um, let me go to Justin's and see what it was for them. Yeah, there's the next week, week eight. So week seven and week eight, so it's not going to line up. So I'll be interested to see how that that plays out. So the rumor I heard now is, uh, I mean, it's not going to be next week most likely, but a doubleheader Monday night football game, doubleheader Thursday. Uh, yeah. Come in there. Yeah, 
it's going to put somebody at a disadvantage. I mean, looking at this matchup, I feel like if Derek gets, you know, the when the trade goes through, he's going to get a big game from Russ Wilson because they're playing the Dolphins. He gets Devontae Adams back, so that kind of crosses out some of Rodgers' points there. So you, you hope you can, you can get some touchdowns thrown to him. I think the thing that might hurt, hurt Derek is his defense having uh, going against Kansas City. But if you look at it, I think – Kansas have a 24-point win, you know? Yeah. I think if, if I'm calling this one, I'm going to give it to Kelton for this week. Just just looking yeah, over – I think I'm going to match that. Just looking over who, they, who they've got. We'll go to Justin versus Ross, which, I mean, you look on paper, it's a – it's a, basically a dead heat, 135-135. Uh, Justin's favored by five-tenths of a point. So, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, gets, he gets rid of Stafford, gets Ryan. I mean, may, maybe you get something better. <laughs> Stafford's going against New Orleans, which is a tough defense to play. But if you've watched some of these games that New Orleans played, the teams that they played against – they're throwing to the the tight end. The tight end's just slipping out, and the the tight end is eating them up. You know, yeah. Ross, I think that three weeks in a row with tight ends, yeah. uh, with touchdowns. Ross has got Kyler Murray, who should have a big game against Carolina. We'll see what Thielen does. Hilton is. I, I still don't see Hilton having a big game. I mean, Justin's got Lockett, Allen, and Diggs, who could all three have monster games. Chris Carson, Todd Gurley's kind of a been a turd this year basically you got Kamara yeah for, and I think I think those knee injuries are, are yeah up. yeah I mean it's a pretty good matchup I would say through here Ross is I still don't understand why Ross rosters three quarterbacks when he could have other other positions he should he should really think about dropping one Breeze Brady yeah I I know it comes up all the time but I mean to to be contrarian I'll say maybe He's playing defense with not letting one of those QBs go against him. Well, because in this week he go ahead. Any of those three QBs is who Justin would play against him. Yeah, if given the opportunity, they would all start over Stafford. True. I mean, Justin's so going to defensive play. Yeah, Justin's going to get hurt because of the the postponement with Roethlisberger and Connor both being out. But looking at it. Justin's wide receiver core to me gives him the edge, and, and I think Justin pulls away with this one. I think it'll be a close game, but I, I think Justin Justin squeaks out his second win. I'll go with uh, Ross and just jump on the Kamara Kyler Murray bandwagon. Yeah, we'll go to. Uh, I think those are the two guys that will carry his team. <laughs> we'll go to Chris and Josh. Josh, the guy that wants to give up a first and a second round pick for a running back, but doesn't want to make a trade. Uh, <clears throat> I just like messing with Josh because I know, I know he gets he gets his feelings hurt. So <laughs> Josh has Lamar. Hopefully, Lamar should have a big bounce back game against the Redskins. I would think. Or, I'm sorry, the Washington Football Team, not the Redskins anymore. Right. I I got to be politically correct yeah, now. That, that's when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. So then you've got. I mean, hopefully. Hollywood does does Hollywood have a big game with him? John Brown is is questionable. Julio Jones is he going to play this week? 
Uh, Melvin Gordon's got him 13 points so far. Uh, he's got Robinson for the, the Jaguars, who's been a, a real surprise to me, which, which I think is good. Andrews, if he has a big game, I would stop playing Ingram and slide somebody else into my flex, maybe Marvin Jones Jr., see if somebody's on the the waiver wire that, that they can do something better. Ingram hasn't done anything. I mean, when he played the Texans, he was averaging two yards a carry and has a a 30-yard run that he scores a touchdown that salvaged his day. So, you know, you get... Yeah, cr- and as, as Mike would say, it might be a Dobbins phase on. So. Yeah, which I honestly, like we talked about earlier, Dobbins should be the one that's... Get him and Edwards should be split in time, and Ingram should be out of that backfield. To me, you know, Chris gets or, or the power back at the goal line. Yeah, Chris, Chris gets Mahomes. No, he just turned an ankle. He doesn't need to be need to be hawking touchdowns from any of these other two. You're right. You're right. You know, Chris has Chris gets Mahomes now, so that's going to bump his point total up. Um, he's got Hill, Kelsey, Cook, Davis, Singletary. Uh, Baltimore's defense versus uh, the WTFs. So, looking at it on paper, I feel like Chris Chris takes this win over Josh just with getting Mahomes on his roster. I think it puts him over it. Yeah, I think it would be a tight race the way it is, but with Mahomes over there. And I, like I said, I mean, I think the Ravens bounce back and has a good week. But what's funny is, I mean, these two roster constructions, it's pretty much Kansas City versus Ravens. Yeah, like it was last Round week. <laughs> yeah, we will go to to uh, Derek versus I mean uh, JD versus Mike. So Mike with his his wet dick season team over here. <laughs> it still cracks me up there every time. Is. I couldn't I couldn't read the emojis. <laughs> every time I see it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> that in his picture, his little profile I, picture. <laughs> Ronnie <Rousey>. Rousey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going to sleep. So, I mean, you look here, he's not going to have Mahomes anymore. I, I think J.D. gets his first win here, I and there's not much not much of a competition with this one. Henderson should have a, a good week for, for Mike, but otherwise it's a bunch of guys that – I mean, he's going to put Burrow in. Who, who's Burrow looks good. He looks like an NFL quarterback. I mean, you look at, at J.D.'s team, Newton should have a big week. Hopkins should have a big week if he plays, but he's been missing practice. Cooper Evans, CEH, Ronald Jones should be decent. But, you know, who's going to be the the running back in Tampa Bay is is one of a guessing game too. But, yeah, I mean, give me J.D. in that matchup. Mike falls to the bottom of the pack, I think, finally. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take J.D. too, but I'll make a a claim that Scary Terry has a nice game with garbage time points against the Ravens. All right, so we'll go to mine. Exclamation. Yeah, we'll go to mine and yours. We got about six minutes left to to wrap it up. Uh, me versus you, we got, I mean, I'm going to tell you what I would do. If I'm you, I play uh, Prescott, but that's me. So, I mean, I know you're a Texans fan and Watson's your boy, but Bill O'Brien's holding them back. So... Yeah, and I think Dak's going to have a great season. So that's actually why I own both of them. Yeah, I I don't blame you. I mean, I've got Josh Allen, who should have a big week against the Raiders. I'm hoping Robinson has another big week. Woods, I'm probably going to end up switching more out for Cup and and play them both and and try and ride that train. 
Zeke should have a big week against Cleveland. Taylor, I really like having Taylor on my team. Chubb, I think Waller gets a bounce back. I'm getting nine points from the defense. You, you're going to get hurt because of your your tight end going out. But, I mean, dude, your running backs are ridiculous with Jacobs and Jones. i just so jealous of those two guys. Um, Watson. And Montgomery and Fournette. Yeah, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. I've got some backups, too. So. Uh, Ridley, who averages, what, two touchdowns a week. It's just, man, yeah. Slayton should be putting up more points than he does. I think he probably has a big week this Well, they're playing the Rams, so he might get covered by, uh, oh, man, who's the cornerback there that they got from Kansas City? Marcus, not Marcus Peters. Uh, man, from Kansas City, from the uh, the Jaguars, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, that's their new, that's their new toy. Yeah, I mean – yeah, I could see that, and especially with Julio Jones being questionable, it could be a hard week for Ridley. Yeah, and you got Godwin, who's still hurt. Uh, I mean, just hurt his hamstring. I think he misses the next two weeks because they play next Thursday night. So I don't think you rush him out there on a Thursday night. Uh, Jefferson, who, I mean, is he going to get, you know, whatever, 175 yards this week, or is it going to be – Back to feeling game, you know. You never know with with it. I, I mean, I feel like I'm going to take the top spot this week. You probably feel like you are. Uh, no, I actually, I actually think you got it. And I just realized I, I got the uh, Atlanta mixed up with the uh, with the Giants a minute ago. Leave it, leave it to me to read right. too much while I'm talking. <laughs> I just, I mean, I feel like it's a good matchup. But and, no, I, I think you got it with. Yeah, with uh, the way Josh Allen's playing, the way these rosters are constructed, I think I think you have a lot of like just higher end players, and I think I have like those studs. But if those studs fall flat, then I don't have a shot. I feel like, in honest opinion, not just because you're on here, but I feel like this is a a preview for a championship game. So. Just how I, f- I feel. Yeah, so, I, I look, hope so. looking at our teams. The way the beginning of the season's gone, you and me both have. Scored a massive amount of points, but I will say that you've had more scored against you. Yeah. Um, I've had a pretty easy schedule coming into undefeated, so that's why I feel like you're going to get this one. Just to shake it up a bit. We'll see. Uh, man, it's it's been real good having you on, dude. I I'm like I said earlier, I'm excited about you getting to be a dad. Uh, I still have your diapers. I just need to bring them by. I just need to figure out when I can can bring them by. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to this thing? No, I think uh, I always enjoy this league. It's it's one of my favorites. It's my first keeper league that I've played in, so I always enjoy going through and going, which four guys are my most favorite toys that I want to play with so soon when the season comes. And then we pick them and have to wait like a month and a half, and usually one of them ends up getting hurt beforehand. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been a great uh, great league to be in. Yeah, I mean, I I like that we bumped the the keeper deadline back to to closer to the season. Maybe it's something we look at this year. We bump it back even further to to kind of help. Uh, it, I mean, like I've said before, it's my favorite league. I enjoy everybody that's in it. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. The guys are competitive. Everybody pays attention. It's 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 really enjoyable to me. So I just want to say thanks for joining tonight, man. It's it good talking to you. I'll let you you get to bed, Grandpa. Uh, 
so you can get your beauty right. sleep. <laughs> Enjoy that sleep while you get it, man, because once she's here, it's it's done for. So uh, thanks yeah, for joining, I'm very, man. very staggered yeah. after that. Yeah, thanks for joining, man. Have a good night. Not a problem. You too, man. Later.